And welcome back, everyone, children and all. Yeah. <laughs> to the Dead Red Herring Podcast. Here we sit and interpret it, interpret the Kreutzfeldt Jacobs disease. <laughs> Excuse me, I just got the shivers. <laughs> well, yeah. But that's not what we're here for this time. Well, we are on the subject of eating other people. Sort of. Ah. We're actually going to have a stab at vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Humor on top. Yep, as per usual. Yes. Anyways, um, yeah, vampires. Fuckers. Blood sucking fuckers. Ticks. That's what they are. Glorified mosquitoes. And uh, just to connect with our other epic undead, iconic undead, exactly. rather, uh, episode about zombies. Yeah, this is part two in the series of uh, iconic undead. Yes, or iconic monsters. Yeah. So, vampires. They've had a uh, kind of ill fate <laughs> the last couple of years. Yeah, they have not been made justice. New, no, not really. Sparkly and everything. Yeah, I suppose we should address the elephant in the room. I hate Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> it's really the worst. I don't even want to call it literature, but I guess I have to. It's it's the worst literature about vampires that there is. Yeah. Oh, well, God. it ain't good. No. No, 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 no. So, yeah. But, but more or less, it's gone the route of uh, taking away what's scary mm-hmm. and making them... Sexualized. Sexualized, misunderstood. Mm. They're actually kind and gentle. They don't want to hurt anyone. Hair flick. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got Bella being just ugh. cardboard. Yeah. Plywood. Ugh. Oatmeal. Actually, we, we do have one writer to not really blame, but sort of blame for the trend. Hell, I blame anyone. <laughs> Oh, what's her face again? Uh, she wrote... Anne Rice. Interview with a vampire. Yeah, okay. We can actually blame her a bit. I suppose. Uh, actually, I think she made it... Her work is great. Mm-hmm. It's really awesome. But following interpretations of the vampire has been this sort of... They're gonna make the vampire humane. They're gonna make it misunderstood. Sad. Yeah. It's like... They take the concept of the vampire, but instead of having the soulless, blood-sucking undead, mm-hmm. they sort of put the soul back in and you say, oh no, we should feel sorry for the vampire. Just give it a hug. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like with the zombies. They are supposed to be horrifying. There's yeah. a reason that people have been spinning the myth of the vampire for generations. Yeah. I mean, as far as back as the ancient Greeks, and I, I guess even further back, there were myths and legends about this horrible creature that came and sucked you dry. Yeah, exactly. And not in the good way. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's the sexualized vampire. She will suck you dry. Mm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, and then we have the other sexualized version of the vampire the overly makeup uh, goth chick with teeth that will well seduce you into your worst sort of fantasy or whatever and, and yeah that that's just equally as bad <laughs> yeah i mean when when it comes to that point when you actually had and still have but i've noticed the when the trend was on top when people call themselves vamps 
it was like being goth, yeah. but with a vampire twist. And it, it was in the wake of Twilight movies and uh, Vampire Diaries. Vampire yeah, Diary. Oh, 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 God. Vampire Diary. Yeah, what, what? And True Blood, maybe? <sighs> yeah, and True Blood, exactly. But yeah, it's the um, romanticized... Uh... <laughs> Where is Blade when you need him? Exactly. Where is Dr. Van Helsing? <laughs> Blade, meet Dr. Van Helsing. <laughs> Go on, team up. <laughs> that would be an epic team up. That would be actually an epic team up. Actually, call the Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> the good old. Yeah. Call the Witch Hunters. Yes. Perch them with fire. <laughs> but since, since we're actually in the discussion, let's go back a bit. Let's talk history mm? for the vampires. I like history. As I already said, we have traces or, or stories about vampires as far back as the ancient Greeks. Yes. Uh, the Lamia. Mm? Now, I'm not really too read up on the Lamia, uh, <laughs> but I know that... Now, what about the Lama? <laughs> Couldn't resist, sorry. Continue. <laughs> this is not a Max's game. <laughs> no llamas. Oh. But when it comes to Lamia, I know that, uh, what, what's his name? John Keats? Mm-hmm. He actually wrote a, well, it is a poem, but it's one of those old long things mm. about Lamia and how she finds love. And then when she's about to get married with his love, she's actually... Uh, revealed to be a vampire and things go south. Yeah. <laughs> it usually does. Yeah. But but also, the thing with the vampire is it's always been used as means of portraying fear. Mm-hmm. And it, it came to the point, I'm not going way too far back in history now, I'm just like more the origins as far as I know of the yeah. vampire. And, and we're talking about the more modern sort. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have the other sort that's like the Umpir. That's oh, the yeah. uh, Slavic version. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think we have some sort of Nordic version as well. I'm not really too sure about that one, though. Yeah, I'm... Uh, but when it comes to more contemporary, in the Americas, during the 1800s, mm-hmm. this is a good beginning. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, there was this pl- disease called tuberculosis. <laughs> and it, it it sort of uh, it had another name as well, the fading disease or something like that, because that's what it did. It it made people sort of just oh, yeah. fade or or uh, I'm sure it has. I, I I'm on. Yeah, but I I know what you're talking about. It yeah. looks like they were actually just withering away. Yeah, withering something. away, wi- withering disease or whatever. Yeah, they were weaker and weaker, and then they died. And, and yeah. People back then, they, they, they knew it was a disease, but they didn't really understand how it happened. So some smartass interpreted it as, oh, there's something amiss here, and blamed it on vampires. <laughs> and there's <laughs> this job. curious case. Uh, if you want to know more about this story, you should check out uh, Aaron Makey's podcast, Lore, because yeah. he starts out with this story. Oh, yes. Uh, and it's about this... A young lady who contracts tuberculosis, she dies, and more or less all of her family dies. But there is one of the family members who, he gets sick, but he doesn't die, directly at least. Uh, As far as I remember. Whatever. Uh, He gets sick, and the people, they're like, oh shit, there's a curse here. It's like he's being drained. There's a vampire miss. So they dig up this young lady. 
and <laughs> carve her open and discovers that, oh God, she has blood left in her heart and it's like fresh. Ah, oh, it has to be a vampire. So they stake the heart and I think they burn it and they make this guy drink the ashes. As you do, I yeah. suppose, in these situations. Now, I, I can say if, that I remember her, whether he actually got better or that he died later on, but yeah. And this was sort of a, a reoccurring theme. Mm-hmm. That they, they got the idea that, okay, there's a vampire here. So they dig up corpses, they open them up, look at the heart to find if there's fresh blood in there. Now, fresh in is in very big air quotes here. Hmm. Because you can imagine, you buried someone for like a couple of weeks, a couple of months, mm-hmm. and then you <laughs> dig them up and open them up. Fresh is a quite relative term here, I'd say. <laughs> but stories like this were actually what became the foundation for Bram Stoker when yeah. he wrote about Dracula. Exactly. And then so he combined these events with the myth about uh, Vlad Tepes. Yeah. Or Vlad the Impaler for those. Yeah. Vlad the Dragon. Yeah. Uh, and he made the character Dracula mm. out of this. Dracul. Yes. Blood Dracul. And this is the foundation for the modern vampire. Mm. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> cloak swinging. Bleed! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, if I remember this correctly, the whole thing that vampires can't be out in daylight, mm-hmm. that's actually nowhere really in the old myths. Yeah, it's, a lot of things has been like... Uh, how can you say, added yeah. through the years? I mean, with the uh, garlic and the cross. Actually, the... the garlic and the cross, those are actually old myth mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. But the whole can't stand the daylight, that was actually because of one of the old movies. Mm-hmm. I can't say well, whether we... it was with e. Christopher Lee or who played Dracula in this. But they needed an ending. So they said, oh, let, let's uh, shine sunlight on him. And he goes poof. Yeah, I, I, I believe it was in the old Bela Lugosi. Yeah, it could have been Bela Lugosi. In the first ones. And speaking of vampire movies, then you have the, uh, the really good classic Nosferatu. Yeah. With the, that one is creepy as all hell. God, I'm cre- Count Orlok is like... Ugh. Yeah. But he, he's not really a vampire, is he? He's supposed to be a vampire. Yeah. He's supposed to be a vampire. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, but the the way they shaped him, that's ooh, like gaunt, tall looking. Ugh. Yeah, all <laughs> pale and and the teeth. Ugh. Yeah, exactly those sort of sharp front teeth. Yeah, I like that. I like that very much, actually. If <laughs> if you don't know what he looks like, uh, what is called Count Orlok. Orlok. Yeah, go and search that. Or just search Nosferatu. Yeah. You were Nosferatu. I don't know. What year did that, that one come 22. Out? 22. 1922. Holy yes. shit. A good old-fashioned, very good old-fashioned uh, silent yeah. movie. Oh, he's... Ugh, I, I'm looking at a picture of Evan right now, and it's like <laughs> big shoulders up yeah, to the shoulders ears. Up and, the, and the long goddamn fingers, yeah. like claw-like. And I think during the filming of this, he who plays Count Orlok, he never blinked. That is creepy that as is hell. That is f***ing creepy. Holy shit. 
<laughs> but, but, but going forward, I think the most prominent character within the vampire genre, that is, of course, Count Dracula. Of course. Which has become really this major icon with, for, for the vampire. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we had... Bella Lugosi played him. Mm-hmm. I think Christopher Lee played him. Yes, he did. Uh, Gary Oldman played him yes, in, uh, in the 1990... Bram Stoker's. Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula from... Is it 92? Uh, yes. With Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> when, he, when he actually tries to have a British accent and it just sounds so goddamn wrong. <laughs> Failure. <laughs> well, you tried, Keanu. I, I, I love Keanu Reeves. I think he's a great actor, mm. especially in John Wick. Oh, God, those movies are awesome. But, but early on, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't really work out. But, but... Gary Oldman's version of Dracula, that one, that one has really stuck with me because it really captures what I think is the main spirit of the vampire to be this sad, lonely creature. Ancient. Well, yeah. ancient, but, but not more it, or less. Well, he's uh, hollow. Mm-hmm. And he's searching for something that he thinks <laughs> will... Love. Yeah, well, it's it's not as much love as as it is obsession mm-hmm. of an idea because he he finds uh, is it Mina or is that the friend? Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. Anyway, he finds the girl and, uh, which looks just like his old fiance that died, and, right, and yeah, yeah. his obsession with with her grows. So I mean, Play major stalker. Yeah. <laughs> Old monster stalker. Hey, <laughs> always fun, ain't it? And and also, this sort of character has been the reoccurring theme in Vampire: The Masquerade, mm-hmm. and also sort of Vampire Requiem, of course, role playing yeah. games from White Wolf. Mm-hmm. And that's also what I think is the true meaning of the vampire. Yeah, hollow echoes of once living monsters. That monsters. Yes. Yes. Because, <clears throat> like you said, people are trying to do this uh, sad uh, purpose uh, searching being and failing. Yeah. They, they do this romanticized uh, vampire and, like, oh, yeah, no, they can't. They can't manage it. They just become, are you supposed to be a vampire? Nah, don't see it. Mm hmm. Give him, yeah, give him some pointy teeth, paint him pale, and just. Make him play an aristocrat. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> and like looking at all the different TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we already mentioned True Blood. Yeah. And I, I watched maybe two, three seasons of it, but. <laughs> I guess yeah, that's more what I, than I have. I got tired of it. <laughs> and I, I loathe. The Vampire Diaries series. That, oh God, is so bad. Yeah, but once again, it's this. It's the romanticized mm-hmm. vampire society, which takes away the monster part yeah. of it. Because when I, as we established, when I when I think vampire, I think a hideous blood sucking monster. Yeah, it's you're looking at it and thinking, 
I really want to impale you with the stake right now. <laughs> You're haunting to look at. Yeah. And also, it's interesting how how the vampire has sort of become the the king of the undead. Yeah, it's like the dark lord of undeath. Mm, and I wonder. I'm not really sure if it's because of Bram Stoker's Dracula or if it's something else in contemporary history, like like the Castlevania games. Of course. The main lore is that Dracula is the lord of darkness and he comes like once every century and tries to take over the world. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. you have to stop him. Yeah. But I suppose it um, comes from that... that, uh, And this might have just uh, been added in later interpretations of uh, the vampire, but I think it might have something to do with it's someone who's in sort of um, in communion with the devil or something like mm-hmm. that. So he has a, like, yeah, like you said, Lord of dar- Darkness and all that. Lord of the Undead. Yeah. Could have something to do with that. Yeah. Or maybe it just fits really good because yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. When I think of Vampire also, I think it's sort of an aristocrat. I really don't like it. But I think that. It sort of fits with the idea of the old aristocrats. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, because when you think, yeah, the really old aristocrats, who knows what they were doing? Yeah, well, we do have our fine stories, especially from Romania. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, in Transylvania, uh, what's her name? She bathed in the blood of uh, servant girls and she drank their blood because it, it was yeah. supposed to rejuvenate her and make her younger. I'm thinking Bloody Mary, but that's, no, some, that's someone else. It. That's uh, someone else. Yeah, but uh, some noble woman doing that. And uh, it depends on what kind of vampire you're talking about, then, I suppose. Because when you have, you have this aristocratic sort of leader of the bunch, and then you have the droning. <laughs> Yeah, monsters flying into your window, biting you, and then pops off. Mm, yeah. So yeah, that you have two of the... The lady I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. it's Elizabeth Bathory. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hungarian noblewoman. And it, it's not that she was a vampire per se, it was just that she was such a sadistic, brutal person. She might as well have been. Yeah, she, well, in she the, had in the eyes vampiric of the tendencies. Yeah. So that's also because when when you think about the old legends, what do le- often these legends come from? Well, it comes from what the um, well the low standing people see around the world. Mm-hmm. Like for, for instance, someone who bathes in the blood yeah. of the servant girl. Yeah, like you said, in the eyes of the peasants, she might as well have been a vampire. Yeah, but because it fits with the 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 lore, yeah. the folklore. Mm. But but the history about Bathory, oh god, that is horrible. Mm-hmm. That that's one sick individual. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, people in the past. Well, I old guess. aristocrats in the past. <laughs> I I think it still happens somewhere. To be fair. Yeah, that's haunting. That is really haunting. <laughs> I mean, there has been reports out of China that the the new rich people. They have so much money they don't really know what to do, so they create new trends. Like eating babies. Hmm. That is kind of fucked God up. damn it, China. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose if we're in China, then we can talk once again about the Yankee. We talked yeah. about it in the last episode as a, a zombie uh, personification, mm-hmm. but it 
it is as much a vampire personification. Mm-hmm. Because it's, yeah, rises from the dead. Yeah. usual. And well, they, don't, they don't really eat people, but they do drink the blood. Yeah. And, and that one is more like a spirit, right? Well, so, sort of. It, it's, it's kind of fun how it uh, presents itself. It presents itself as um, dressed in noble clothing, mm-hmm. arms straight out forward, and jumping. Right. Kind of fun, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Come right at us! Doing, doing, doing. Boingy, 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 boingy. boingy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear! <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's a fun one. Speaking of China, then. Yeah. <laughs> China. China. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I also come to think about the connection with werewolves and vampires. Oh, yeah. Because there's also something in the contemporary that uh, either the, the vampire and the werewolf is... Old, bitter enemies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they, they're nemesises. Yeah. Or, for some reason... The werewolf is the servant of the vampire. Mm-hmm. That's also a common theme. Yeah, it's like the glorified watchdog of the exactly of the court. Yeah, you might say. And and I I have no idea where that comes from. No, neither do I. I mean, I can't really think about. I can't think about something that that this might have uh, presented itself with. I only I, I come to think about the way they pr- portray this in Underworld. Yeah. The first movie, I think, is actually the best one because th- the whole war between vampires and werewolves, that one is really awesome. Mm-hmm. And, well, say whatever you want about the, the main plot about it, but I feel it's kind of weak. Well, I suppose it's one of those movies you had to focus on the situation, vampire versus werewolf, yeah. and not think about the plot too much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We have this awesome concept. What about the plot? Fuck the plot. We have this awesome concept. <laughs> plot? Oh, shit. Uh, 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 let, let's go like this. Knew it was something we forgot. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but also, just thinking about the power of the vampire. I mean, yeah, the, the mythological vampire that can turn into mist and turn into animals. Mm-hmm. It's kind of downplayed compared to the contemporary <laughs> version. Yeah. And that, that is more like turning into a bat. Yeah. Flying away. And also, I mean, if we go back to the Castlevania version. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> they, they are really overpowered. I mean, even death is a servant to Dracula. Yeah. In the Castlevania. Oh, fuck. The, I mean, that tells you something about the power yeah, of the but, Lord of Darkness. Yeah, exactly. And I think it, that could be a plot thing in the Castlevania. Why is Dracula so powerful? Well, my, uh, all vampires might not be as powered, but Dracula is the, well, the godfather of vampires. Mm-hmm. So he might as well be more powerful. And also, speaking of Castlevania, actually, I had to confess that one of my favorite characters is Alucard. Of course. Because, I don't know, sure, he, he's half human, half vampire. And if, if I'm gonna be consistent here, I should actually be really upset about the character, as well as maybe with Blade. Yeah, yeah. But I think that they are redeemed because of their 
half-breed status. Yeah. They're not fully vampires, thus they actually have a reason to retain their humanity. Yeah. But ha having a constant struggle of actually losing it and turning into the full monster. Exactly. There are more monsters than human, but there are less than a monster. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Exactly. A redeeming qualities. Yeah. Just for, for the record, Wesley Snipes, he made the absolute best. He is Blade. <laughs> yeah. He's always gonna be Blade in my book. Yep. Agreed. But going back to Alucard, though, when playing in... Uh, Symphony of the Night? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That, that game is awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that game. And it's kind of interesting following the story behind that one. Uh, mm -hmm. Just going through the castle uh, and, well, in the end, fighting your father. <laughs> but then just... Hooray for patricide. But there's also this, you can have the ending where you just kill Dracula and it's supposed to be the ends of all. Yeah. But then you actually notice that, ah, there's someone behind pulling the strings. Hmm. And that's really an interesting twist. I, if I remember correctly, I think that enemy or antagonist is actually named Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Unaffiliated with the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite. Who's the black sexy love machine that's pulling the strings behind Dracula? <laughs> Can you imagine oh, Samuel yeah. L. Jackson in the background? <laughs> is he Shaft or is he Nick Fury? Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Fury is controlling Dracula. I knew it. Ah. Is he actually Hydra then? Hmm. Hmm. Alright, Dracula, you big you big nerd. Where's my money? Moon Knight, I believe said that. Ha. Moon Knight. <laughs> Moon Knight. <laughs> look look at this dude. Look at this dude. <laughs> oh no no no. It's not really the uh, badass version. No, it's more um We're looking at a picture of Shaft from Symphony of the Night right now. And he's like this mad priest. It's interactive. You might. Cultist kind of thing. This is interactive. You may look at the picture yourself now. Yeah. <laughs> Go Google it. And now you may switch to the other, <clears throat> to the second picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. And when you hear this sound, <laughs> it's time to turn the blade. Turn the uh, page. Turn the page. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's going to scare a couple of people. Kidding. Uh, ah, gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, what? But uh, to keep in the theme of um, the uh, our other video, what can we do to make vampires terrifying? Make them true bloodsuckers again. Yeah. Remove the romantic version. They are not to be hugged. No. Remove the humanity because they don't have it. They have something that might echo a humanity, but they are empty, lonesome, and loathsome creatures. Yeah, exactly. They don't deserve your empathy. <laughs> they only deserve fire and a wooden stake. Exactly. Maybe a whip. A oh, yeah. Whip it good. Whoppa. <laughs> Serves up, dude. <laughs> Oh, dear. 
but but yeah, we need to go back a bit. Mm-hmm. We need to return to the true monster status yeah. of the vampire. Mm-hmm. Because I think that going also with what we said about zombies, mm-hmm. there's a reason why they were used as means to describe fear and fright. Yeah. Because they are the enemies of life. Yeah. The complete opposite of all that is good and holy. Exactly. Unholy beings. So I I, I really want to go back to the... Uh, we can keep all the powerful aspects of the vampire. Yeah. Just remove the humanity. Yes. Of the true vampire, that is. Yeah. Half-breeds, we can have a discussion about it. Yeah, yeah. But... but I want to see the vampire re- regain its status as monster. As monster. As yeah. Lord of Darkness, even. Yeah, even that. Now, okay, sure. Uh, have you seen the Castlevania uh, animation? I haven't seen the TV series yet. It is but... awesome. I love it. Right, I will. <laughs> uh, but it, it's sort of... I, I have mixed feelings about Dracula in that one. Mm-hmm. Because... You can see that he is a bitter monster. He mm. wants to eradicate humans because he sees them as pests. Mm. But he sees them as pests because they killed his wife, the, the mother of Alucard. Yeah, all right. So you can actually sympathize with him. That's nice. That, and sure, that, that makes for an interesting thing because you can sympathize with his, his idea of removing humanity because they are a blight upon the world. Yeah. Not to say that he's not a blight because, well, but, but at the Walking same time. sack of lies. Actually, he is more in balance with the world than humans are, mm-hmm. if you want to go there. Aye. Because the way they look at it is that people, they bring suffering mm-hmm. and they just take all the resources and sort of destroy everything around them. Yeah, that old, that old chestnut. That old chestnut, yeah. While the vampire is more a part of the world because it brings balance. Mm. I'm sort of paraphrasing stuff here and making my own interpretation of it. Yeah. But when you look at the lesser vampires, yeah, so to say, I mean, they're, they're still real vampires, but they're lesser because they're not as powerful as Dracula. Of course, of course. Those fuckers are real ticks. <laughs> they are the real monsters. Yeah. And then you have the bitch Carmilla. Oh boy, that bitch. Scheming fucking bitch. And that's an awesome character. <laughs> I nice. mean, she, she is an awesome uh, antagonist. Just because she has the embodiment of all the negative aspects of the vampire. Nice. Which is what I expect. Mm. But, but when it comes to Dracula, again, it's like, I can sympathize with you because you are in... You, you lost your wife, the, the sort of meaning to, to your now ancient and empty life. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're an ass because you have a son. Maybe look after your son. But <laughs> no. Be a good father. No. No, no. Father of the century, eh? Yeah. <laughs> but, but other than that, I think it's a, it's a great show. Yeah. That's I'm good. I'm just waiting for the next season. Mm. <laughs> come on, Netflix. <laughs> Addy, come on! <laughs> we want more. Do it. <laughs> yeah, do 
know it. <laughs> so yeah, we have that. Mm-hmm. And I suppose we have touched upon the subject of <clears throat> with some characters. But what makes a good vampire hunter? A good vampire hunter. Yes. <laughs> For some reason I'm thinking about Mel Brooks right now. <laughs> His version of Van Helsing in John Frankenstein, that's Oh wait, what? John... No, 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 not no. John Frankenstein, sorry. Uh, Dead and uh, Loving It. Dead and Loving It, that's the title, of course. Yeah. John Frankenstein is good. Yeah, too. that's also a great movie. <laughs> Dead and loving it. Oh God, Leslie. Leslie, he made an awesome version. Yeah, he did. Renfield, <laughs> <laughs> uh. you fool. <laughs> uh. But yeah, but, but sure, a great vampire hunter. I think that what makes a good vampire hunter is the way he deals with the vampire. Yeah, I, I like the whole, the the cunning, mm-hmm. because a vampire hunter is up against a creature that is beyond mortality. Yeah, it has oftentimes centuries of knowledge. Yeah, uh, it's cunning as uh, fifteen foxes on a water wheel. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> that that. That's cunning! Yeah. That's so much cunning, I can't believe it! <laughs> I'm not sure why water wheel, but uh, yeah. just to give you an, a, a weird image. Now, yep. now you're going to think about that one. I am. <laughs> but having the know-how. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that we need to have the Van Helsing that... Uh, was it Hugh Jackman? Yep. Yeah, In, uh... that kind of ass-kicking, you're actually an archangel sort of uh, werewolf thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's... A little pushing it. Yeah. I I like the sort of good vampire hunter that is, and I mean this in total compliment right now, a glorified exterminator. Yeah. I'm not saying that as a, like, it's just a glorified exterminator, but I think actually he comes in, it's sort of like a business thing, he has the tools for it, he has the know-how, right, we just need to do this, and then we can kill the creature. Exterminator. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you had a vampire problem. Yeah, I hear about the vampire problem. <laughs> yeah, looks like you have blood suckers, ma'am. <laughs> gonna have to fumigate the house. Yeah, that, that's actually sort of what I mean as well. Yeah. You have this guy that has the know-how, he has the insight, the experience. Yeah. But also, he's still a mortal. Yeah. I, I want to have that aspect. It is a mortal person. Takes a fight to these basic demigods. Exactly. Absolutely. And in a sense, I guess we could include Geralt of, Geralt of Rivia in this. Because he fights vampires and also other monsters. But he has been known to fight vampires. Yeah. But though, I mean, the Witcher is... Yeah, he's a mutant, I suppose. But he, he still needs his know-how to like, okay, I need these oils and... This one of those vampires I need to figure out. Alright, these are basically his weakness there. So he basically have the know-how and just... I need these oils and these herbs. Mm. Now pull me a bath. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, no! What about his genitals? <laughs> <laughs> Gonorrhea. There are a lot of prostitutes, prostitutes that can give you that uh, history, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. What would a sci-fi 
vampire hunter look like? Oh, hell nah. What would a sci-fi vampire look like? For some reason, I'm thinking about uh, Vampire Hunter D. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. That's actually interesting. Because <laughs> the vampires in, in that, they are high-tech, and they actually hide their homes with some sort of uh, mirror technology. Hmm. That, they, yeah, it's interesting. Vampires and mirrors, eh? <laughs> I know, it's fun. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. But yeah, a sci-fi vampire hunter. I guess a lot more technology is involved. Mm -hmm. A sort of um, portable UV light or... But if they're not affected by UV light... Shit! <laughs> do you use plasma? Is laser okay? Hmm. Good question. I mean, it's light. What about a monofilament whip? That would be awesome, actually. <laughs> I mean, I just I'm just thinking about laser pistols With crosses on them And then I started thinking about Constantine But that is more of Demon Hunter mm -hmm. We'll get into Demon Slayer Yeah, we'll get into Demon Slayer Demon Slayer mm. Yummy Man Slayer There is actually this kind of interesting Well, it is a vampire movie but with a twist, since the vampires come from a disease more, hmm. it has uh, Willem Dafoe in it. Be he Willem Dafoe or Willem the Friend? Dafoe. Oh no. That, he, no, actually, his, he begins as Dafoe, but he actually the friend. Was it Shadow of the Vampire? Nope. Nope. At least I tried. Yeah. <laughs> tried. Oh, it, it's Daybreakers. From uh -huh. uh, 2009. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, it's a play that has transformed almost every human into vampires. Oh, no! Yeah. But he, I, I like the movie because, I, again, they're not really true vampires in, in the sense of the Lord of Darkness and everything like yeah. that. The mythological kind. But they, they are still bloodsuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they still retain, like, some sort of humanity because they were humans, and then they got the disease, which would cause them to have blood deficiency, and they need... Yeah. But, here's the kicker. The, in this universe, vampires are weak for the sun. Mm -hmm. Weak in the sun will burn and kill them. Yeah. But, they actually cure this plague. Spoilers. <gasps> By actually uh, uh, exposing themselves to sunlight, starting to burn, and then go right down into water. Huh. They sort of burn it out. Ooh. And they return to being human. It's actually an cool. awesome thing. Cool. And the, the way Wilhelm Dafoe's character actually uh, discovered this was that he loved being out driving really fast with, with cars. Mm -hmm. And at one point, he goes off the road. And uh, crashes into a river, <laughs> and he's turned on fire. And <laughs> he, he's yeah. Well, it, it the water t puts it out, and suddenly he's regained his humanity. It's an awesome twist. Huh. So, cool. Yeah, I I like that movie. I recommend it. Yeah, I will. I will look for it. I think it's on Netflix. It used to be on Netflix at least. Mm -hmm. A lot of things used to be on Netflix. But, but also, talking about movies, uh, have you seen Stakeland? No. Because that is a movie not so much about vampires as much as about vampire hunters. All or right. hunters. Their version of the vampire is some sort of mix between vampires and zombies. 
Okay, yeah. But there are two movies out. The first one is the best. The second one is just sad. (laughs) (laughs) Sad piece of movie. And also, the the main antagonist in this is some sort of weird uh, cult. (laughs) It's sort of a a punch to the uh, radical Christian. But they they see the vampires as a sort of, well, air quotes, vampires. As a way of punishing the unclean and stuff like that but yeah. as you do i suppose <laughs> but the the thing here is that uh our heroes in the movie mm-hmm. uh, they actually fight these vampires and their main weapon is actually a pointed stick <laughs> shut up and sort of a martial arts technique to it but it's actually a interesting movie i love the concept of the mm. it's a post-apocalyptic sort of movie, but with these vampire thingies. Hmm. So, cool. Yeah. So, here we go again with, with what I expect sort of from a vampire hunter. Yeah, yeah. A mortal with know-how and knowledge to deal with yeah. th- the enemy in and, a proper way. And nothing superhuman about them. Yeah. Except in some instances where they are daywalkers. Yeah. They love you, Blade. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still want to see a real sci-fi version. Vampires in space. (laughs) (laughs) And the true monster kind. Yeah. Well, we need to talk a bit about Blade now that we've actually been on that track for a while. I suppose we do. Because, again, the first Blade movie, that's my favorite. Yeah. They make it great. Mm -hmm. And the whole... Also, he's a Marvel character. Yeah, he is. And and I love that. Yeah. And by I never default, really the... thought about him being a Marvel character, but he actually is. I yeah. I don't think the SJWs have done anything with his character. I've not Yet. seen anything. Oh, God, I, let's I don't want to them. <laughs> no, save Blade. God damn it! <laughs> Justice for Blade. Or they haven't they haven't done anything to him because he's black. Maybe. Hmm. 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 Who are the true races? Well, we all already <laughs> knew that. <laughs> yeah, it is them. But, I but actually, yeah, by default, then Dracula is also a Marvel character. I think he is, actually. He actually has shown up in some comics. Really? Yes. So Marvel has a, its own version of Dracula. Yes. Huh. That's I, fun. I wouldn't really say that it, it makes Dracula a Marvel character, though. Nah, but... but it's he... like saying Oh, Mephisto is actually... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but by that default, you, you can also you could also say and you couldn't say that Santa is also a Marvel character because he actually <laughs> he's is... shown up a couple of times. Well, he is one of the most powerful mutants in the. Uh, yeah, actually. So that's fun. <laughs> Didn't Deadpool kill him a couple of times? I or have no once? idea, but it tried. I think he tried. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, Vlad Dracula <laughs> is a character in. Uh, they they have a, a version of him. Yes. Oh, okay. Vlad Dracula, the supreme ruler of the most part, and the. The most powerful vampire, driven by lust for power, companionship, and blood. Penguins. Yeah, he is actually the Transylvanian kind. Mm. Fun stuff. Nice. Henceforth, the Moon Knight called him nerd. <laughs> Whereas, nerd! <laughs> yeah, it's a wonderful quote, like, <laughs> Moon Knight coming down, I guess he had a contract with him. But, all right, all right, Dracula, you big nerd, where's my money? <laughs> God. 
Moon Knight, Marvel's schizophrenic version of Batman. Holy hell, that's awesome. Yeah, it's funny. First time I actually encountered Moon Knight as a character was in one of the Spider-Man games that came to PlayStation 3. Hmm. Don't remember what the title of the game was. It was Spider-Man. 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 And it was, it was a fun game. But yeah, hmm. where were we? Blade. Blade. Yeah. The first movie is awesome. Yes. <laughs> but, but actually, I think they do it really good in that movie because even though I have never, ever had a second thought about the diversity in the movie. I, I'm going <laughs> How there. How dare you? Yeah, I know, but I, I need to, to talk about this because of the way it's dragged up on about today. Mm-hmm. The, here the, here's the thing. I don't care what the character is as long as it's a good character. Mm -hmm. I look at Blade as a awesome character. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Nothing he's a, else. He's a half vampire. Oh, he's a vampire hunter. Yeah. He's also black. Cool. He's badass. I love the opening scene in the first movie. Oh yeah, with the rave. <laughs> yeah, the rave and the blood going down and he just enters and kicks everyone's ass. Fantastic. And that's also an interesting thing when, when the vampires die. Mm -hmm. How they just turn into ash. Poof. And burn. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's very awesome. Like, they were just keeping it together mm -hmm. with ash. But at the same time, vampires in... Okay, sure. Now, Blade, he is a kick-ass character. He mm -hmm. And with superhuman abilities and all. But, yeah, I mean, it's a Marvel character. That's what to be expected. Yeah. He's a superhero. Yeah. But but the vampires they are kind of weak in comparison. Yeah, uh, but they're still they're still a pest. They're still a pest. Yes, and I think we need to who actually make a difference between the the ones who are turned and the ones who are born. Yeah, which is actually a main theme in the movie as well. Mm. He is born he, a half vampire. Yeah, exactly. And his main enemy, oh, what's his name again? Derek. Sounds like a big nerd. <laughs> big fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah. Where's my money? But, but the main antagonist, he, he gets shit because he is a turned vampire. Mm. But he, he, he still has his lust for power. And he, they actually make a good job of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that the first Blade movie needs to get more credit, mm. actually. Agree. I suppose it's just... It's Shoved under the carpet for being in that era of... Uh, it's the it? early comic book exactly. movies. In the late 90s when they were trying to do, trying to do comic movies. And mm. boy, were they mediocre. So yeah. I, it's a shame that it is yeah, bunched in with those kind of uh, yeah. comic movies. Very, big shame. Mm -hmm. Shame! But they still make a good version of the vampire. Actually, mm -hmm. in the second movie, the... Uh, the sort of hybrid vampire that like with, oh, with the jaw. And, yeah, yeah, that one is scary as <laughs> yeah, fuck. It's fucking scary. I love it. Yeah, that's and that's also a good kind of vampire because that goes back to the whole monster kind. Mm -hmm. And it, that is what I want to have from the vampire: the, these horrifying creatures. Mm -hmm. So good on that. Yeah, exactly. They're monsters, not to be hugged. We must kill them. Yes, once again. <laughs> And I think we really need to have the the monsters. Yep. 
we need to have them because just to say that oh no they they just misunderstood that misses the whole point of the so to say personification of evil and fear yeah exactly and you can't really write a story without that yeah it doesn't create enough conflict and they and don't I fucking sparkle no god fuck <laughs> again blade <laughs> and van helsing team up to eradicate the sparkling vampires it must be done people yeah and take those furries while you're at it yep <laughs> they're not really Werewolves, so, they are shapeshifters. So, yeah, exactly. Skinwalkers. Horrible creatures. Yeah. Ugh. But that's for another time. That is also for another time. Oh, we must do that. Mythological beings also. Oh, yeah. We should do that. Absolutely. We got a lot to do, people. <sighs> but, do we have any closing words? Vampires do not sparkle. And they are not humane. They They're are not to be hugged. They are to be killed. They are monsters and pests. They are a plague. And plague must be eradicated. Just unless. like the Skaven. <laughs> I was going to say, unless you're Skaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, I, I guess we say thank you for listening and hope you've enjoyed our rambling rant. Uh, what's your opinion about the vampire? Do you want them to be sparkly? Do you want them to... Want them to be huggy dovey? Huggy dovey, sexy, hunky, scosh gourd style. Ugh. Or do you want. Do you old... want the schizophrenic. Uh, oh, what's the, the clan in Masquerade Bloodlines? The monstrous kind? Or the. Meket? The... No, that's not it. Anyways, you have the. Yeah. the there's one character in uh, Vampire. Masquerade Bloodlines, the PC game. Mm-hmm. She's sort of the icon for it, or poster girl. Oh, yeah, she. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dual, <laughs> multiple personality <laughs> disorder. Crazy as all hell. But remember, uh, don't stick it in the crazy, even if it looks hot. Not worth it. Unless it's a steak. Yes. <laughs> don't dip your steak. <laughs> <laughs> With insane vampires, know where to put your steak. Yeah. I the right kind of stage. I think that will be our closing words. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great day. Bye, everyone. Bleee. Cheeseburgers. Yeah.